Hey, it's Ben here, and welcome back to Revival on the Air today. In this episode, I interviewed Jane, who lives in New Zealand. I had to go all the way to Vancouver to meet her. We met at the recent Vancouver camp in August of 2023. And I got talking to Jane, and uh, boy, has she had some wonderful, wonderful miracles. She talks about how she was healed of cataracts, how she was healed of arthritis and bursitis. So buckle up. Jane talks about 100 miles an hour and uh, enjoy this episode. It's amazing. So Jane from, some may know you as Jane from WA, but you're Jane from New Zealand now, aren't you? Yeah, in actual fact, I'm Jane from Walkworth. What's Walkworth? Walkworth is a little town that I grew up in. <laughs> and we're in neither of those places. We're actually in Canada at the moment <laughs> yes. at the Vancouver camp or the Canadian camp yes, here in we are. 2023, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Having fun? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's I beautiful. love Canada. I could have lived here. Oh, easy. Yeah, I could yeah. live here. Yeah, except my husband said it's full of Canadians and it's cold. <laughs> He's always wanted to live in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other night you got up and shared some of your testimony and some pretty amazing miracles. So I'm really keen to hear about those. Sure. But how long have you been a spiritual Christian for? And I was witness too in the 1988 and I was invited to a meeting by this lady and on the 20th of April, 1988, I was baptised by full immersion. Received and why, and why, did you go, why did you go to the meeting? Oh, sorry, sorry. That's another long story. How long have we got? <laughs> um, my husband and I bought a house and the settlement didn't go through on time. So I had all this furniture and nowhere to put it. So this lady that I worked with said, come and store it in our garage. And so as a thank you, I took chocolate croissants around one Sunday morning just to say thank you very much. And they started, I knew that Rosie had been healed of cancer of the cervix. and they, right. Yeah. And then they were telling me about the miracle associated with that how uh, she was a nurse, she'd um, had this test result come back that she had numerous atypical cells and she had said, you need an appointment with a specialist straight away. And in the meantime, her and her husband prayed and fasted and they were just driving around Perth and she just had this feeling come over and said, Chris, I've been healed. And he goes, really? He said, yep, I've been healed. She just knew that she'd been healed. I think it was a week later she went to the specialist appointment and they couldn't find anything. They doubted the original um, the diagnosis and the test results. And so that miracle was the was prompting, the one prompting for you, me yeah. to, that made me think, okay, I'm going to go to Rosie and Chris's church and check it out. But not only that, Jim and I were going to be married in a Anglican church in New Zealand in 1988 because we were engaged at that time, and I didn't want to be a hypocrite and go and get married in a church when I hadn't been been for a while. But I didn't want to go to church with someone that when I didn't know anybody. So in my back of my head, I was thinking. I've really got to find a church. I've really got to find a church. And then Rosie and Chris witnessed to me, and I just look back and I think, well, praise the Lord. But also, I worked with a spirit-filled lady in New Zealand way back, and she never told me that she spoke in tongues. And this is the lady that helped me get a job in Perth. And when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I went to her and said, guess what, Christine, I've been baptized by full immersion. I've received the Holy Spirit. I spoke in tongues, and it's the most amazing thing. She goes, yeah, I did that. I'm going, what? <laughs> and I thought, well, hallelujah. You know, the Lord directs you to hear the gospel wherever, where you're going to thrive, I, I believe, where you're going to thrive. And so I wasn't meant to get filled with the Holy Spirit in Auckland. I was meant to go all the way around the world and, you know, find the Lord in Western Australia because, yeah, 
And so, so since then, what, what has the Lord done for you? Ooh, how much time have you got? <laughs> I've got, I've got all afternoon. Okay. Well, I think the first miracle, He stopped me from swearing. Back in the world, I would just swore so much that I didn't even know I was doing it. I had a very foul mouth, and the Lord washed my mouth out with a spiritual bar of soap. I think that was the first thing that I noticed that it happened. Yeah. But major things, um, when you get to your 40s, you know, the wheel fall, wheels start falling off your body, <laughs> I found. <laughs> and I was diagnosed with, well, actually, I knew I had arthritis, but I went to a GP and I just said, look, this is, I've got pain in my shoulder, I've got pain in my hips, can't sit cross-legged on the floor, can't throw the ball for our Labrador. It, I've got quite a lot of pain here. And she said, take Panadol. And how old were you at this point? I would have been I'd, mid-40s. Is that pretty unusual, mid-40s? Um, I think so. Yeah. I think so, yes. But it was hereditary in my family. My, my grandmother was riddled with arthritis. She had knees replaced. She had hips replaced. And her hands, she used to play the piano. Her hands all had arthritis in her knuckles. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, well, you know, if it's hereditary, you know, that's not surprising that I've got it, but okay, I'll just deal with it. And then my husband and I were talking about it. He said, um, well, I'll go on a three-day prayer and fast for you and we'll see what the law can do, basically. You know, fasting is in our toolbox of things, um, our spiritual weapons. So we were at a camp, an Easter camp up in the – out back in Western Australia, <laughs> some saints call it the desert. And um, <laughs> it's yeah, a very different environment to where we are right now. Yes, very. It was yeah, it was yeah. Anyway, so he was up there and he said he was going to go on a prayer and fast, and that's what he did during camp. Started on a Friday, and he it might have been even Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Anyway, on Sunday. That's no mean feat to fast at a camp. Yes, exactly. Especially when Pastor Kevin's talking about roast beef <laughs> in his talk. It's not fair. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't actually feel any different. I just, the reason he fasted for me and I wasn't fasting because I felt I was too close to my problem. Because I had pain, it's really hard to not imagine yourself, but see yourself as being healed when you actually got the problem. So if you've got a husband or a wife, that isn't dealing with the problem, they are able to pray and fast for you and not have to think, oh, my, I've got, still got a yeah, sore right. shoulder or sore hip or whatever. So, so it's, that, it's that lack of that constant symptom, right? Yes, yeah, okay. exactly. Hmm. So anyway, so he did this prayer and fast, and on the Sunday he said, okay, Jane, come on up to the prayer line and we'll go and have some prayer it's to break, you know, after the end of his fast. Yep. And I thought, well, I don't feel any different. So we went up to the prayer line and he said, you've totally been healed. I went, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't feel any different. He said, look, just go outside, get the vortex and see if you can throw it. So I went and grabbed one of the kids' vortexes, which is like a football with a, a wing on the back of it. Oh, yeah, another thing. Yep. Yeah, like a, like a ball that like you throw a ball with your arm. Throw it and yep. it goes like 400 metres. Yep. So I picked it up and I just hurled this vortex. I had absolutely no pain in my shoulder whatsoever. Gone. And what was the pain like before? Constant ache. Yeah. But when I actually moved my arm, it was very sharp pain. Yeah. Like, yeah, very sharp. Just, but aching all the time. And so now you can throw a ball so with the kids. I can throw a ball. I can sit cross-legged and I have no pain. And I, I play the piano. I've got every now and then I think, oh, my finger's getting a little bit stiff. I thought, nah, Lord. You have healed me of this. Yep. Absolutely healed me. You do a total work. No, just no. And everything goes away and I'm good. Wow, that's amazing. And how long ago so, was that? Oh, I'm 61 now. So that's 
15 to 20 years ago. That's a long time. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, and my Lord. future was having operations and things replaced. And yeah. I just think, praise the Lord. Yeah, because, absolutely. you know, the medical profession can do nothing. Mm. They can do nothing for arthritis. And yeah, I just praise the Lord. So after that, the next healing that I had was within a, a year or so, I got bursitis in my right shoulder. I've had bursitis. That is really painful. Yep. Yeah. Right shoulder again. Yeah. And I couldn't raise my arm above shoulder height, basically. Yeah. That was was locked there. And I thought, oh, here we go <laughs> again. So again, went to the doctor and they said that I could do it, have a steroid injection yeah. in my shoulder. And if all else fails, they can stick a needle in there. And, and they said, oh, it might be a frozen shoulder as well. They yeah. can inject something in there and get rid of all the adhesions. And I thought, yeah, nah, I don't really want that. So, but then another sister came and asked me if I'd like to go and see a naturopath. So I thought, okay, sure, I'll go and see a naturopath and just see, you know, I'll have a listen. So I went to this naturopath and tried all sorts of weird and wonderful things that naturopaths give you. And the last thing they gave me was essence of snake venom. <laughs> Essence of snake venom. Essence of snake venom. I looked on the bottle for it and I thought, okay, this is getting really weird now. So I think I'll just really seek the Lord and just praise him and just seek the Lord. So you hadn't done that up until this point? Um, yes, I had, yeah. but not seriously. Yeah. Because, you know, I had options. Yeah. You know, and it's a classic, classic Australia. It's a classic yeah. thing, isn't it? You know, we've got plan A, plan, plan B, plan yes, C. Yes, it takes yeah. us a while to get to plan G, which yes, is God. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so anyway, so I got down, I got down on my knees and I went to every prayer line, every house meeting I had prayer. And I, I got healed, but I don't remember when I got healed. Yeah. Because it was just I just noticed one day, hey, my shoulder's good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. You know, so it's one of the things that it disappears and you you just don't notice it until weeks later. Yeah, that's so, amazing. Anyway. Yeah, fantastic. Wow. And, and then, wait, there's more. And then in my 40s, I was diagnosed. I had an eye test, as you do every two years. Yeah. And my optometrist said, look, um, I can't do anything more for your eyes. You've got cataracts. And I said, well, come on, I'm not 80. How come I'm 40 years old and I've got cataracts? What's with that? Yeah. And he said, well, you know, it's no big deal. We'll just, you know, you can go in and have an operation. We'll stick a needle in your eye and numb it and we'll just take your lens out and replace it. I thought, I'm sorry, there's no one, anyone, no way anybody's going to stick a needle in my eye while I'm awake. So my husband went on a three-day prayer and fast for me again and I was totally healed. And I had to dig out some glasses that were seven years old to try and find ones that were uh, good, that I could see with. So hang on, your eyes got even better. That, yep, they were improved even better than what they'd been before I got diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. So ah. that was so cool. Now, I never went back to the optometrist yeah. to say, can you have a look and see if I've got cataracts? But I have done since, yeah. and I have no cataracts. Yeah. So, you know, cataracts don't go away. No, they don't. No, no, no. no. My mum had an operation on her eyes for cataracts, and, but they don't go away. So, so, Jane, can I ask how old you are now? 61. So you're 61 years old. Can you imagine what you'd be like now? Old and without, creaky. <laughs> without the Lord healing you? Oh, yes. And you're I'd, not that. You're yeah, yeah, super yeah. energetic. Yeah, yeah. I'd be old and creaky and whinging Amazing. all the time, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, grumpy old lady is what I'd be. Wow, that's amazing. But no, but, it, you know, in the midst of it all, 
God's God's got this. Yeah. You know, the older I get, the more I think God's got this. No matter what the, gets thrown at you, what curveballs in life. My mum is now um, 84. She's got vascular dementia. And I've had such a peace about her coming over here going leaving her I was I last time I came over I thought oh she's I hope she doesn't pass away while I'm away I was I was, I was really stressed and you know how some people talk about having a peace come over them oh, yeah, and, and 35 that. years I've never ever had that happen yeah and I thought of this testimony that happened when I was in Perth I was looking after this elderly fellow. I went and visited him and helped him with his meals and things and went overseas to visit my Canadian family again. And he got really sick to the point of death. And one of the sisters went and visited him and said, Doug, you can't die until Jane gets back so she can say goodbye to you. (laughs) You just can't die because she'd be very cranky. (laughs) And then, so I came back from that holiday and he didn't die while I was away, came back. Two days later, he passed away, and I was able to say goodbye to him. And I just thought, how much more would the Lord do that for my own mother? And with that, I just had a peace that I knew that she wasn't going to pass away while I'm gone, so I could say goodbye to my mother. And my mum's not spirit-filled. But she's, she is a great mum, and I've witnessed to her a lot over the years. But, you know, I just think, Okay, she's not spirit-filled, but it doesn't matter that I can't get a blessing out of this. The Lord can still answer your prayer. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. And, yeah, but that was the first time I've ever had a peace come over me. I just knew God's got this. What an an amazing life you've had and what an amazing place you are right now because of all those wonderful blessings that the Lord's done. Absolutely. Wouldn't change it for anything. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing it. You're welcome. My pleasure. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jane, for sharing your wonderful stories of what God's done in your life. They truly are remarkable. If you want to know how God can perform remarkable things in your life, like he has in Jane's, then reach out to us. You can find us on social media or send an email podcast at revivalontheairtoday.com. Look forward to connecting with you. And until next time, God bless.